to see your faces, amen. Well, I'm going to talk to you tonight. Tonight's going to be interesting, eh, right? Tonight's going to be very interesting because I'm going to talk to you about relationships. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you all. Um, Pastor B struggled all week to talk about this because I feel like I don't really want to talk about relationships. However, the Lord has said to me, Brandon, uh, I'm your boss. So, <laughs> uh, so you're going to preach what I tell you to preach and you're going to say what I tell you to say. And um, this is how this works. I said, okay, God, you are the boss. I just follow directions, all right? So I want to talk to the single folk today uh, who was aspiring to want to be married. But next week, I'm going to talk to uh, engaged couples and marriage couples next week. I'm going to talk to them next week, but I'm going to set uh, the, you know, kind of set a ground for it tonight. Amen? So I kind of want to talk about this thing called Connect Four. Connect Four. It's based upon a game. <laughs> it's based upon a game. Game of Connect Four. And, and I don't know why God gave me this, but he was just saying like, the goal of Connect Four is that you can win, uh, you can create four in a row, um, horizontally, diagonally, or vertical. And you been saying, Brandon, what does this got to do with relationships? It has everything to do with alignment. If you align it vertically, you win. If you if you if you if you align it horizontally, you win. No matter the goal is to align four in a row. And there's certain things that you need to have aligned before you start trying to pursue a relationship. And then there's certain things that you have to have aligned or keep aligned while you're married. You want to know how divorce comes up? Because somebody stopped working. Divorce is caused because around somewhere somebody allowed another an adversary who's playing against you in Connect Four to then block or get you out of alignment. Are you hearing me tonight? The goal is, is that if I'm in alignment and both of us are working together, then we'll win this thing called marriage. Or we'll win this thing, you know, on our way to marriage and staying married. Because the goal is more than you just having, you know what people are chasing? They're chasing, oh, my, 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 my vows went viral. All on Instagram. I've been seeing this, this thing on social media with this couple they renewed their vows, and it's just everywhere. I said, okay, I mean, my God, Jesus. But I'm saying, like, a lot of people are chasing, oh, I want, see, we're going to have a wedding. It's going to go viral. This gonna... And then a year later, divorced. So we don't want those problems, amen? And the reality is, is that divorce is rising among Christian marriages. Christian marriages rank high in divorce right now. What is, that, what is that showing you? That somewhere, something is out of alignment. And what's happening is because that's on the rise, we are losing this thing called marriage, which we are the ones who should be able to be examples to others 
to see what godly marriages look like. Are you hearing me? But if we're getting divorced, like the regulars, we're like, well, what's so unique about you all? So tonight I'm going to talk about dating and I'm going to go to Ruth chapter 3. I'm going to go to talk about this thing called Ruth and Boaz tonight. How about that? I'm going to talk and kind of give you some understanding about this particular um, passage of scripture. I'm going to walk you up to chapter 3. Can I do that? All right. But I want to read these verses first, and then we'll go from there, okay? Hey, everyone. I'm Oticia, worship leader here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. And we want you to connect your faith with ours by being a part of the Only Believe Capital Campaign. Your contribution to this campaign will help us relocate to the Silver Spring, Maryland area by bringing us closer to the people we serve with more transportation accessibility than what we have currently limited here. It's really simple. All you have to do is text TCF1 to 77977. Under the tab fund, select the Only Believe Capital Campaign and enter your amount. It's that simple. We thank you for partnering with us and believing God with us for unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities. And remember, transformation starts here. We want you to connect your faith with us as we embark on an ambitious capital campaign entitled Only Believe. Support us by playing a part in the next stage of our church's history. The scripture says, Now it happened at midnight that the man was startled and turned himself, and there a woman was lying at his feet, and he said, Who are you? So she answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a close relative. Then he said, Blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter. For you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning in that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request for all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. All the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. So let me tell you a little bit about how this comes to be. Ladies and gentlemen, the book of Ruth is, 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 is unique because Ruth, uh, the book of Ruth is there because it kind of, she is the great grandmother of David. And that's why she's unique. She's unique because her mother-in-law's name is Naomi. Naomi, ladies and gentlemen, was married to this man, uh, Elimelech. Thank God I got his name. Elimelech. <laughs> so Elimelech, he married her. They moved out of Bethlehem and they moved to Moab. He said he had sons, Melon and Killian. And uh, they got married to these Moab women named Orpah and Ruth. What happened was Elimelech died. And 10 years later, his sons died too. So you notice now that Naomi has tragedy because not only does her husband die, but now her sons have died, and now she doesn't have anyone to take after her now. And this is all chapter one. So her, her husband has died, her sons has died, and now her lineage now is in jeopardy of not continuing. All right? 
This is very crucial because out of the lineage of Naomi then comes Jesus because you had Ruth to carry it on. So, so, so what happens is because Naomi is so caught up in her despair, because her personality is different from what she's going through because her name actually means pleasant. Her name actually means pleasant. So it will give you the idea that Naomi was a pleasant woman. She was a reputable woman because when she comes back in chapter 2 to her, 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 her birth country, which was Bethlehem, when she comes back, people are like, is that Naomi? That means that this woman was known for carrying herself in such a pleasant way. All right? So this is very important. So Naomi, Naomi, Naomi is so in grief. She's grieving, and she said, you know what, girls, Orpah and, and, and Ruth, I think you need to go back to your mother's, your mother's home in chapter 1. In other words, she's saying, go back to where you were originally from. My hope for you is that you can get remarried again because this old lady, I can't. You know, the things just don't work like they used to. I just can't catch the bait like I used to. <laughs> so I want you to go back to your, at least you got a chance. You need a man to take care of you. Women did not have in that day, did not have the same rights as the women in today. Women in that time was not treated in the same way. Women in that time needed a man to come alongside in order to keep the property and different things that they had. All right? And so, and so Orpah and Ruth was like, no, we're not going nowhere. We're not leaving you. We're not going to leave you out there like that. We're not, we're not going to do that. But, but, but Naomi was so persistent. Naomi was like, no, 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 no. Go back. Please go back. And so eventually Orpah gave in and she went back. But Ruth said, do not forbid me to go. She said, look, she said this in chapter one. Your people will become my people and your God will become my God. How about that? The first thing first is that what Ruth does is make a vow. And she makes a vow to serve Naomi's people and makes a vow to serve her God. <laughs> in other words, ladies and gentlemen, Ruth makes a commitment to go back with Naomi and to go back not only to serve her people, that her people will become her, but your God, the God of Israel, will become my God. And I'm going to serve him. And I'm not going to let you go back there because you're elderly and you can't work for yourself. So I'm going to come alongside you in this journey from, from, from Moab back to Bethlehem. <laughs> so Ruth comes and she, and, and let me go to chapter two. So now in chapter two, ladies and gentlemen, they come back to her native land, and, and which is Bethlehem. And, 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 and they say, oh my God, Naomi's home. And they recognized her after 10 years. They said, Naomi, and she said, call me Mara because I'm, I'm a woman of such, uh, 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 Amara, uh, because she was so, uh, uh, and it was an opposite name from what she had, because her name, because it meaning despair. Mara means despair, and she was in so much despair, but you got to be careful of labeling, labeling yourself something that you're not because of your situation. You cannot label your situation that when that's not who God made you to be. You're just going through it for a moment. Are you hearing me tonight? 
And so you can't label that. So she tried to label herself. They was like, no, nah, we're going to call you Naomi. We know you about that. <laughs> That's how we know you. You are Naomi. And Ruth and Naomi tells uh, Ruth that there's a, there's a field, and this was during harvest time. Let me also let you know that during this time, again, Israel was led by judges and stuff like that at this time because of their disobedience. And so they're, they're, they're not only are they led by judges at this time, but also there was a major famine in the land as well. And they returned back with all of these troubles that's going on. And so there's a famine in the land. There's also you have a culture that is disobedient from God. And then you also have it that you are are widows so you have all of this opposition going on and Ruth did not come there looking for a man Ruth did not come there looking for a man Ruth came there in order to survive in order to provide for her and her mother-in-law and so she goes to a, 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 a relative, which is Boaz, was the relative of Elimelech. And she goes to work in his field. And when she goes there, she goes and she works hard. She's diligent. She's working hard. She's diligent. She's faithful because not only is she working for herself, but she's working for her mother-in-law. And the Bible tells us in, in Ruth chapter 2, it gets around verse 23, that Boaz begins to go out of the city and comes back and visit his field. And, 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 and Boaz says, who is this woman right over there? And they tell him, she's Ruth. Man, she's diligent. She's actually from, she's the Moab, Moab woman. That's where she's from. She actually come here to help, you know, Naomi. And, 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 and Boaz begins to find faith and begins to show her favor because what she does is not only did she make a vow with God, but also how she carried herself in, in, in an environment is what led him to show favor because of what he had heard about her. Here's what I'm going to tell you about dating, ladies and gentlemen, and this whole alignment thing. First of all, the reason why she found favor is because of her vow to God. First of all, if you don't align your relationship with God first, you won't find favor with a Boaz. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't even align yourself with God and his plan as of like Boaz, you wouldn't like, uh, 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 like Boaz had to align to the plan of God, you won't get a roof. Are you hearing me tonight? Everything starts with God. You have to understand that here's the, here's the issue. Every you want to start stuff that God hasn't been the foundation of. You want to get into talking to people that, number one, God hasn't even, that's not even, you so busy trying to find a man or find a woman that you have lost sight of what God has called you to do and your vow to him. And in the, matter, in the moment that happens, you know what you do? You didn't block yellow. You begin to block another lane where you can align because the adversary got you. <laughs> he got you. Because what happens is, is that there's also somebody strategically playing alongside the game and here's the thing 
he or she can come in the image of being a sheep. But he or she is really a wolf <laughs> in sheep's clothing. So he or she can look like, oh, that's Boaz. And the enemy said, got you, sucker. Another one. <laughs> are you hearing me tonight? Because here's the thing. If you don't understand that you are vowed to God first, then God is the one who's able to, oh my God, when you are in discernment and in line with God, God can discern and you can say, uh, I know what you're trying to do. I got you. <laughs> I know exactly what you're trying to do because here's the other thing God is not oh my God God is not obligated to bless anything that he has not orchestrated and so Ruth has been working she's been aligning herself in obedience to God when Naomi told her of the field Ruth went straight there to work she did not go looking for a man or a woman Excuse me, she didn't go looking for a man and us for his brothers. She, he didn't go out on the field looking for who that young girl, she, she on that field. He didn't, she, he, he, no, 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 no. For us brothers, no, 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 no. Because look, I'm using Ruth because I, there's stuff that brothers, we can get out of it too. Are you hearing me? Be focused on God's agenda. Be focused on his plan. And, and that's why in the verse, Boaz in verse 10 he says, you have shown more kindness at the end than in the beginning, that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. She didn't come for that. That's good. That's good. She came to support and care for her mother-in-law. Yeah. What is it that God has assigned your hands to do and to support? Mm. Wow. Wow. Because let me tell you something, while you're working, God can send it. But you so focus on doing the opposite of what he called you to do to go find something that, you know, as long as you stay on the course, along the course and along the way, God will open your eyes to see who, see who he or she is for your life. Because here's the thing. There is day God and the scripture does not talk about that there's a specific one. It's not, it's not about that. It's more so about the individual being prepared in order to be the one for somebody. But everybody got all of this. He needs to, oh my God, he needs to have a six pack. He needs to, you know, he needs to, I mean, he needs to have this. Mm -hmm. What's his 401k looking like? It's important, but you know. Uh, mm, he needs to, uh, he could be a man of God, but I'm not really counting. So let me <laughs> put that right there. Then you'd be like, and then on the brother's end, like, she got to, mm. does Instagram models count? Well, she got to be that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me put that right there. You know what I mean? And, and so we have all of this stuff going on right there and making all of these lists, and they got to look like this. They got to do this. And all of it's superficial. Superficial list that all of us have, not even rooted in nothing spiritual. Now, don't get me wrong. It has to look right to the eyes. Amen. Don't get me wrong. But the reality is, is that we do all of this stuff superficially. And that is not the proper alignment that needs to be made in order for God to send the one. Or not even really send the one for God to even open up an opportunity for that. Are you get what I'm saying? Are y'all really following me tonight? 
Here's the reality. So she's working in the fields, and so for some weeks now, listen, for some weeks now, she's been working in Boaz's field, and he's been noticing her. Now, let me tell you something. Dating in biblical days was not what we see here now. Matter of fact, people would preach that, oh, they dated and all that stuff. They didn't date each other. They worked around each other, which gave them the opportunity to begin to observe one another. They were in a group. Working amongst other harvesters. So, oh my God, because here's the other thing. Dating in our time, in our day, is more superficial than it was then. Because the reality is, the way we see it, is that we go out, we have these one-on-ones, we put on our best makeup, our best clothes, we put on our best mask, present ourselves to be a particular way, when you know goodness well, you are not like that. But what you want to do is hide the real you so they can, oh my God, love a fake image that you put of yourself, but you're really not being who you are. And eventually that mask does come off because eventually you can't wear it that long. So Boaz is noticing her while she is working. Ruth is gaining a respect for Boaz while she sees him being a manager over his field. Do you see that? I'm not telling you that nothing is in the Bible. I'm walking you through it. For some, they would say for seven weeks about, we, re, we estimated, theologians will estimate, but, but seven weeks or so that she's been on the field. Matter of fact, Boaz did not, listen, hear me. Boaz was not even there initially when Ruth started working at the, at the field. How do I know this? Because Boaz asked who she was. And the person he had running over it, I mean, watching over his field while he was gone, told him about it. And that's what I'm saying. What is the reputation that you're carrying, uh, oh my God, carrying about yourself so that when somebody talks about who you are, you have a good name? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Because you don't know who's asking about you, but because of your work ethic and because of how you treat people and because you're not walking in godly character, that's why you have been missing blessings because somebody has been talking about your name and they don't have many good things to say. Same thing at work. That's what you got to be there and do what you need to do and be focused. Somebody wants to promote you but can't promote you because you are being lazy at work. You're not showing up. I know you hate your job, but when you get there, you better do it the best of your ability. I know you don't like where you are, but you just got to remember, remind yourself that I'm just here for a moment. Are you hearing me? And as I treat this season in faithfulness, God is going to reward me. Come on. Are y'all hearing me tonight? If you can't even manage a few things, how you think God's going to bless you with many? Come on. Doesn't make sense. So here we go. He notices her. Now, Naomi is the best wingman. She, man, listen. Listen to somebody. You need a wingman. I'm telling you, you need a wingman. You got to have somebody who can assist. You know what I mean? <laughs> you need somebody that can assist you the basketball. Throw it up to you like Kobe did Shaq and Duncan. 
That's what you need. You need somebody to help you. Listen, listen. And, and so when, when Boaz in chapter 2 gave her more of the stuff and told the men, like, leave her alone. Don't touch her. Allow her to take this grain and separate it for her. Then, then she came back to Naomi and said, hey, this is all I got. And, and she was like, what field you working at? She said, Boaz, blessed be the Lord thy God. <laughs> That's what she said. Don't take my word for it. Read it chapter two yourself. Don't take my word for it. Study it for yourself. I can't, I can't go in full detail today for the sake of time. But listen, she said, blessed be the Lord. Now this is what you're going to do. This is where we get to chapter three. I've moved you up now. We're in chapter three, where I'm at in the text. So we're in chapter three. Naomi said, what you're going to do is you're going to let him eat, be merry, and stuff like that. You're going to come to his room at night and lay at his feet. Here's what's important because a Boaz would be considered their kinsman redeemer. In other words, because a kinsman redeemer and also this foreshadows, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus being our kinsman redeemer. More importantly, the roof, the book of Ruth is to show you how a lineage continues and Jesus comes through that lineage and that Jesus is our kinsman redeemer who redeems us and snatches us out of the hands of the enemy. Because here's the reality. They needed the line to continue on because if not, their property that Elimelech had would be all given over and then they would be not protected because they were widows. You follow me? So they needed a kinsman redeemer. All right? And so, so what she did, because out of respect for Boaz, I want you to lay at his feet. You're not going to lay near him. You're going to lay at his feet in submission. You're going to lay at his feet in submission. You're going to lay at his feet because, again, you've got to protect his reputation and you've got to protect yours. Are you hearing me tonight? See, while you're dating, this is why you got to do it in line with God and his purpose. Because Naomi was just being a conduit and instructing Ruth into the purposes of God. Ruth is the one in the books of the Bible where you don't hear God speak directly through a man. <laughs> but Naomi was holy, oh my God, was spiritually influenced by God to tell her what God wanted them. That's why your wingman has to be able to, oh my God, that's why your wingman has to walk with God. Because if he or she is not walking with God, they will give you the wrong advice. Are you hearing me tonight? So your wingman got to walk with God. Here's the other thing. Because Naomi was in alignment with God and his purpose, she was, he was also alignment with God's people. See, before you start dating, you need to make sure you're aligned with the right people first. Because the right people can sway you from left to the right. Ah. Hallelujah. Because if you're because let me tell you something. The wrong people will talk you out of talking to someone. Because they wish they could do it for themselves. All right. I'm preaching the Bible. I'm not telling you nothing. Here it is. She's there. She tells me you're going to lay at his feet. After he comes in the home, you're going to lay at his feet. And you're going to tell them, you know, my name is Naomi. And you're going to lay there and you're going to say, my name is Naomi. I want you to, you know, be my, you know, well, Ruth. Excuse me. My name is Ruth. Excuse me. And this is what you're going to say. Now it happened and this is what she said. And he said, who are you? She answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing for you are a close relative. In other words, take, me on, take my hand in marriage. 
because you are a close relative, you're a kinsman redeemer. So again, I have to go through the hurdles of making sure I'm ready and doing what I'm doing. First of all, what I tell you about Ruth, she was hardworking, she was faithful, she was obedient, and she cared for people. And the ones that were around her noticed that. How do I know this, ladies and gentlemen? Because this is what Boaz said. He said that blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning. And that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear, for I will do that request for all. I mean, do that you do uh, uh, for you all that you request for all the, the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Everybody knew the rep of Ruth, that she was virtuous. Because let me tell you something, a man of valor wants a virtuous woman. And if you are carrying yourself as a virtuous woman, she noticed in the weeks of getting to know Boaz through working in the field that this man was a man of valor. Are you hearing me? Because while you're working together, you can see how a person really is. You can really see their personality. And you can begin to make mental notes if, that is, if he or she is, can be even compatible to you. See, in one-on-one stuff, I can do whatever. I can say this, say that. But let me tell you something. All talk and talk, you can talk the right stuff. But if you allow a person to observe their actions after a while, let me tell you something. That would, that would spare you a lot of time in your observation. But because they didn't have time to all that googly-eyed stuff. They wasn't googly-eyed because the real reality is Ruth was coming there to work to survive. And in surviving and working, she noticed. And while he was working in his field, he noticed her. And it was something about her is what drew, drew his attention to her. So you're trying to get the attention from the wrong people, but there's ones that are noticing you and just observing. They observing you. And they can observe, oh, she, she's tending to deal with jokers. Mm. She might not be as virtuous as I thought. Like it's the truth. I don't. I thought some person, some people can think more highly of you than what you think of yourself. You can think more highly of, and because because you you not aligning properly, and another thing is, that was about to connect for in your life and have a stronghold with some people, and you tied up. Tied up because you're giving the wrong people your attention. Settling for just any old thing. And, and, and you know what's happening? And you start creating soul ties. And linking up. Having, having little hookup sessions because you think this is it. And the reality is, the enemy is just there to uh, throw you off course. Because the enemy knows if I get your attention, I got you. And I can put the very thing that you like in your face. 
and you will entertain it. You want to know why you entertain it? Because it appeals to your flesh. That's why Galatians tell you, walk by the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And here's the reason why Christian marriages are failing. You want to know why? Because instead of being rooted in God, we are allowing our flesh to dictate what we are gravitating and dictate who we're going to talk to. And the flesh is overruling the spirit when your spirit man is already telling you that, that he or she is wrong. And you know what you're doing? Here come baby mama one. He's tied up. Here come another mistake. We just, we just, and, and, and right now it looks like the devil's winning. <laughs> Are you hearing me? You don't understand. You don't understand that counter to God, there's also an adversary trying to block his move. That's why I love Connect Four. Because it's a strategic game. Who you, oh my God, who you date and who you marry has a big, oh my God, it, oh my God, has a big impact on your lineage. Your legacy is determined by the hands you put yourself in. And so if you put your hands in that wrong hands, you know what's going to happen? You are going to have trouble. You want to know why divorce may be coming around in your family and you can't break the cycle because you've continued to follow the same pattern. You know how, the, you, know how you can break the cycle? Being rooted in God. Whereas though it stops looking like you're losing. I'm starting to make decisions rooted in God because my focus is locked in him. What, what I like about Ruth was her focus was locked in. She followed every instruction. She was obedient. She carried out the will of God <laughs> by trusting a person who she knew was with God. Do you see this? I'm trying to connect this. Because if Naomi's not there to speak and to encourage her, she wouldn't do it. But here's the other thing. Ruth had a conviction. You cannot get ready to date anybody or be in dating with nobody without conviction. You have to have a strong conviction about your values, about what you're going to stand for and what you're not going to stand for. And you got to be able to voice your, uh, uh, con uh, your, your, your convictions early. early. And so while Boaz was noticing Ruth and they were working in the field, he could see what her convictions was. You can see what a conviction is by how they carry themselves. I'm trying to tell you, it matters about how you carry yourself. It matters because he could see that she was virtuous and everyone around the town of Bethlehem could see that Ruth was a virtuous woman. Ruth was climbing up the rankings for a woman that we would love to talk to. And so you got all of this list of who you, but you are not even prepared to talk to anybody. The same list that you're trying to put on another person, you are not even that for them. But yet you want this, you want that. 
But what have you done? Have you submitted yourself? Have you been working? No, you want somebody to take care of you. No, 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 this ain't what this is about. No, she came there because she made a living for herself. Saying that I don't need, nothing wrong with having a man, but I can go support myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She supported herself. Hallelujah. And guess what? Boaz noticed that she was doing that. And Boaz said, this woman needs more help. So I'm going to find favor with her. And no, I just, she's talking my language. There's something about this woman. Let me, okay. I'm going to give you everything that you said because I like the way you came in here. You didn't come in here trying to take me. No, you came at my feet laying down. And because I had a submission and I'll respect. So what made her attracted what made her attracted to Boaz? What is, was it his appearance? No. Let me also tell you this, which people don't tell you. Boaz was significantly, significantly older than Ruth. That's why he makes it plain that you didn't come here looking for a young man, whether poor or rich. You didn't come here for that. What made her attract, what, what, what gained her attraction to it was not his appearance or what he held. What made him, what made her attracted to Boaz was the respect. She respected him, and that's what made her attracted to him. It was this respect. She respected him. He, she, that's what made her attracted. Her attraction was more of a respect, which made Boaz. To, to be that person like he's a relative, but to be a kinsman redeemer for her. Let me tell you something. What attracts a person to another person or what should, respect, uh, should attract another person is the respect you have for them. Because how can you submit yourself to somebody you don't respect? How, how do I know this? I thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, listen here. The, 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 the Bible says, to love your wives as Christ has loved the church. And then it says, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands. The reason why some women do not like to submit themselves because they picked the wrong one to submit to because they can't respect them. <laughs> so because I can't respect them, I don't submit to them. But I can submit to Boaz because I respect him. He treated me with dignity and respect. He didn't treat me like all the other harvesters. He had a respect. Not only did that, but he treated his people with respect. And that's what makes me attracted to him. Because he's a man of integrity. I just love Connect Four. You know I love Connect Four because when you really do it God's way, what really attracts you to other people is the fact that of the respect that you have for the life they live and who they live it for. Is this making sense? Is this helping you? Am I just crushing your dreams for dating? Or, or is this really helping you right now? I'm going to tell you the story. I'm engaged, right? I'm engaged. I'm set to marry. I'm set to marry her in I'm set to marry her in July, July 10th of 2020. What really made me want to 
marry her was not so much because she looked good. What made me want to marry her is because as Boaz, I was able to observe her. You were able to observe her because we worked in the same place. And I could see how the woman carried themselves and see how she began to handle other people and treat other people. And that is what gained me to say, I got to, what about her? Because it's a matter of respect. Boaz respected Ruth because of the woman she was. Some men cannot respect you because they don't see value in you. You can't talk to anybody that doesn't value you. And you can't talk to anybody if you don't value you. If you put a value on yourself and you see how God values you, that's why I said if you ain't aligned with God and knowing who you are, you shouldn't talk to anybody. Because you, right. you, know you know what other people will do? They will label you. They'll label you and tell you your worth. So what Boaz does, does excuse me, he said, I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to be your kinsman redeemer no matter what. We're going to get this because there was a holdup. Because there was a relative that was closer than uh, Boaz. But Boaz made a deal with him. <laughs> See, let me tell you something, ladies. Men will do anything to get what they want, especially if they have a respect for you. And let me tell you something. A real man like Boaz says, you know what? I don't know what valleys or mountains I got to climb up. But uh, I'll do what the song says. There's no mountain I can't kick down. No valley I will not tear down. Coming after you. <laughs> Let's see here. And so what begins to happen is, is that he, he makes a deal. And he makes her. He makes Ruth his wife. Let me tell you something. The enemy will try to bring other things because there could be somebody in closer relation than what Boaz is. And if you settle for that, you won't get Boaz and what you really believe God for. Because you settle for someone, oh, he's because of loneliness, because of my situation. Ruth could have said, well, I'll take any kinsman redeemer. No, 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 no. Ruth said, I need you. There was a person that was closer. We don't know the name of this person. It was a person that was closer in relation, that, 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 that had the right, the right. The enemy had the right to us because we lost it in the garden. But here's where Jesus comes in. And that's why you got to, oh my God. And that's why men, we have a greater responsibility because, oh my God, we are meant to be the, oh my God, kings and priests of our home because Jesus is the chief high priest. Mm -hmm. and, and he goes and he purchases with blood on the cross. Here's the thing about dating, ladies and gentlemen, it is not that deep. It isn't. It is as simple as aligning with God and his purpose. That's it. It is as simple as staying focused to the assignment. 
It is as simple as being is, is, is loving one another as you would love yourself. It's very simple. And when you do those things, and while you're moving, what happens is Ruth comes along. And while you, while you, Ruth, is in the harvest, Boaz is coming along. But are you going to give in because you're lonely? Are you going to give in because you see everybody else around you getting married? Are you going to give in because you're saying my clock is ticking? I don't know. It's about to be over for me. Are you going to do that because of that? Because you know what's going to happen? You are going to settle for a joker. And you will not win. Here's the thing. What happens is, is that no matter how far the enemy may look like he won, God begins to clear the deck. <laughs> well, let's start over. <laughs> so tonight, I don't know how far you have drifted away. I don't know if you're talking to somebody right now, but let me tell you, after hearing this message tonight, you can clear the deck. Now you can start winning. Not allowing the enemy to get a foothold. Not allowing him to stop you. I can win this way. I can win this way. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm not allowing the enemy to get the best of me. I'm not allowing him to mess up something that is important to my generation. You know what happened to Samson? Samson, put because of his flesh, put himself in the wrong hands. And in the wrong hands, it messed up his destiny. Don't mess up your destiny chasing the flesh. Don't mess up your life chasing the flesh. You know what's going to happen? You're going to delay what God really had in store for you. Or you will miss it entirely. So people don't preach those things. We're going to tell you everything's going to get good. No, 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 no. You know, there was a generation that did miss the blessing of God. You know that, right? Because of their disobedience. Because of, they were, uh, because of their, oh, my God, because of their complaining, they missed the promise of God completely. And you know what God does? He don't take away his promise. He'll just give it to the next generation. So what you don't do, he'll give it to your daughter or son so that they can break the line. So that they can break the line. Because the real reality is I just, if I can connect these, next week I'll be talking about marriage and we're going to talk about the four C's of having a successful marriage. But you want to know the four keys for aligning before you get married? One, God. God must be the foundation. Not, no, 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 no. Not, oh, he got his first. No, he's the foundation. He's the center. I must be aligned to his purpose. I must be actively pursuing his will. And I must be actively loving the people that he loves. And then that's when I'll be ready. 
He goes, oh, Brandon, you're missing the emotional part. No, I'm not, because if you are aligned with God and his purpose and his will, you will start aligning to that. And while you're working, God is dealing with your heart. So that while you're doing these things, here comes Ruth. Here comes Boaz. Here comes someone that God will put in your midst. Not because there's so much of the one. Because God is saying, okay, you're ready for that now. And I'm not saying that everybody's meant to be married, because I'm not here to preach that. I'm here to say if you're actively, if that's something that is a heart, these are the things that you have to do in order for you to have a successful courting, dating, whatever word you want to use. All right, it's all the same. <laughs> it's nothing more deeper, courting, dating. But don't do it superficially. Get that person. Don't just do single dates. Get that person around a group of friends. See what they really like. See how they handle themselves. See how they govern themselves. Stand your feet. Give God a praise. Connect four. Look at somebody. Say, are you in proper alignment? Are you in proper alignment? Listen, if you're not saved in this room, I give. I offer you Jesus. That's the first step for you to get in proper alignment tonight. I offer you Jesus. I give you Jesus. He is your kinsman redeemer. He's the one who died for your sins. I give you Jesus tonight. Thank you, sir. I give you Jesus. I offer him to you tonight. If you're saying that, listen, I drifted away from God and I want to I want to rededicate my life back to Christ. I want to get my life back together. You can do that as well. Look, I'm telling you, he'll clear the deck. You can start over. He'll see, the Bible says put your sin in the sea of forgetfulness. Never to be remembered tonight. You can do that as well. You're saying, Pastor B, I'm looking for a church home. I'm looking for a church home, and I, I kind of like this place. It's really nice. I want to partner with you. You can do that as well. Do me a favor, more important than partnering with us. Ask somebody, are you saved? Do you got a relationship with Christ? Listen, I don't want you leaving out of here and you don't know who Jesus is because I don't want you going to hell. Not on my watch. If you go there, it's because of your own decision. Amen. <laughs> Can't do nothing about that. All right, if you're saved in the room and you're glad about it, come on, put your hands together.